Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West in this beautiful new new year. That is... Yeah. 2024, Brian. 2024. Welcome 2024. Hey, and yeah. welcome to the podcast. Yeah. We've got a lot of fun things to share with you today, folks. We want to take a look at 2023 in review. We want to remind people of our core principles. And we want to tell people how PhDs are dumb <laughs> and how smart our clients are. Yeah. Right? I don't know if they're dumb. But... <laughs> It is a little harsh. Wise. They'll understand. Maybe lack of no, maybe wisdom lack, is the application lack, of knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. Right? I think it's I think it's lack of wisdom. Knowledge. Yes, yeah, lack of wisdom. All right, I like it. All right. So what are we talking about? Let's go back1 year. The end of t- December of 2022, the S&P was trading at 3839 on 1231 of 2022. The Consensus, the smart people, the PhDs came out and they all have like predictions and they predict, hey, the S&P is going to do this over the next year. We're going to close at this level. Consensus across the board was an average of 39.50 on the S&P. So really, I, we call that unched, unchanged. Yeah. They didn't think anything was going to happen. Everyone was super pessimistic. The Fed was saying, it's going to be higher for longer because they have 400 PhDs over there. 400, right? Yeah. That's a lot. I think it's around 400, yeah. Yeah. Smart people, not wise people. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely book smart. So, sure. so a lot of pessimism as we started last year. We looked over to our clients and we said, hey, clients, let's see how you do Versus the consensus. Let's see if you do a better job at predicting the S&P 500 over the course of the year than the experts. Consensus for our clients was an average of 41.65. So a little bit more optimistic. Yeah. But not a lot. But better than the... You know, the PhDs and the academics. Exactly. That's what I'm and saying. the market forecasters. And, and uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, we've talked about predict, you know, predictions and forecasting and how it's really kind of a silly uh, yeah. exercise. Um, we did it last year just to really kind of prove a point and just say, listen, he, these guys, nobody knows, nobody. But, you know, we can look at market st- statistics yeah. and data and things like that to but help guide but yeah nobody knows nobody nobody i mean if the smart people the you know so-called smart people uh went into the year pretty pretty pessimistic and down and and uh we all know that that just a lot of times they're absolutely wrong they're just they're just not right <laughs> well guess what though there was one person who was pretty smart last year got a lot of wisdom we called him on the phone the other day and we said hey brother you won the client contest his name hope he wants i hope he doesn't care if we share his name warren beers warren beers nailed it i didn't nail it but pretty darn close we, we closed we offered the him year. a job as well right the <laughs> the s p was up last year 24.29 percent which was an outstanding year. Oh, yeah. The NASDAQ was up 53.79%, which was 
crazy. Um, the S&P finished at 4769 Warren Beers was at 4800 Congrats, Warren Beers. We've got $500 coming your way for throwing the best dart at the board. <laughs> kind of it was fun it was a fun thing it was fun to kind of keep track during the year and uh of course uh let me just say that brett won the office party oh office pool uh <laughs> brett brett was uh yes pretty right pretty right on so i was congrats. a little bit more optimistic than warren beers but not but you were pretty close yeah right on. yeah so yeah. i won the office pool but i'm always optimistic but so here's the question brian why does it pay to be optimistic in the market versus pessimistic all the time? Well, I, I think anybody that's ever bet against America has, has been wrong. I mean, it always pays to uh, bet with America, bet with optimism. We have a great uh, economic engine that keeps chugging along and moving forward year after year after year. Now, yes, we have periods of time where we slow down or, or where we, you know, the economy's in the emergency room, we had that in 2008, yeah. 2009, but we recovered. We have great doctors and, and uh, you know, the great doctors are, it's, it's not the PhDs, it's, it's just the, the American work ethic and, and ingenuity and yep. you know, people that want to get ahead. And, and, uh, and that's what America is. That's what we've been built on. And to bet against that, that's just, I just don't think that's, it's still ingrained into our, into our society and people come to America for opportunity and want to do well and better themselves. And, and uh, that's what America is. And so betting against that is just, it's just a bad bet. Amen, brother. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and you look at the businesses that we own. Why wouldn't we be optimistic with the businesses that we own? Right. We want portfolios. We want to own best businesses in the world. And I feel, I feel like we own, you know, I really feel like we've accomplished that. I mean, we had, yeah. of course, you know, we're always out looking for the next best business, but uh, we own some great businesses and you want to, you want to own businesses and not trade them, not rent them, but own them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well said. So tell me this, the fed last year, as we ended the years, we continue to talk about 2023 and wrap up 2023. The fed said they're going to keep rates higher for longer. That's what they kept saying course the end of the year we find out they're full of crap yeah because they reverse that policy but what did interest rates do last year it's really interesting i was looking at the data a couple, couple days ago and uh we started the year beginning of, of 2023 the 10-year treasury and that's kind of the one we kind of watch yeah. that's that's a good proxy for the overall economy is the 10-year treasury short-term rates uh, is not really determined by so much by market forces, but by the Fed and their policy. And uh, but the market, uh, the 10-year Treasury is determined by the market by investors. And we started the year in 2023 at 3.88 percent on the 10-year on the 10-year Treasury. Okay. And I was I was updating some data and things, uh, and I noticed I said okay. I noticed that we ended the year at 3.88%. I Unched. I couldn't believe it. I thought that's got to be a misprint or something. So no, 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 wait, wait, wait. The fear of the Fed, the higher for longer, all of that. That's all we heard last year. 
Yeah. And the tenure was unched. The tenure was unchanged, and which is interesting wow. because um, that just tells you the market forces are, you know, they're, they're, they don't see things, I think, right in line with what the Fed is, what the Fed is seeing. The, the, and uh, so, and I, I, the markets tends to be pretty smart and I would put my, put my money behind the market, the market more so than, you know, these 400 PhDs. Yep. Yeah. yep. Absolutely. So let's look to 2024, 2023, amazing year up 20, almost 25% on the S and P uh, our portfolios did, you know, if you're invested in all equities did better than that. Great year. We'll never guarantee anything the next year. But yeah, it was it was a great year. It was a great year. You know, we kept coming off of 2022, which was a difficult year, tough yep. year. You know, the Nasdaq was down plus 40. The S and P was down almost 20 or so, yep. and uh, had a big rebound, which was a big surprise for most investors last year. You know, market forecasters. Yeah. Bear markets provide opportunities. When they come back, when the market comes back, it's not if, it's when. Right. That's where you can create wealth. Yep. And that that's what happened last year. That's, I mean, that's the summary, right? Right. That's what of happened. last year. So as we look to 2024, it's important that we remind everybody of three core principles that we have. Uh, and and then we'll talk about our predictions for 2024, okay. which these which these principles that I'm about to mention don't go along with predicting 2024. So we'll we'll but, we'll, but we'll it's, guide you through but that. But it's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, and our yeah. clients love it, and they yeah. can win five hundred bucks. Yeah. So, the first principle, Brian, I'm going to read. You're going to tell me what it means. We are long-term owners of businesses, as opposed to speculators on the near-term trend of stock prices. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, I just I just kind of talked about that a yep. little bit. We own stocks as opposed to rent stocks. And I'll even I'm, I I I I don't want to correct you, but we own businesses. Businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and that's the mindset that people need to get in. We own businesses. I mean, that's exactly right. We we don't like the word stock. We use the word because that's just the general. It's term. common. Yeah, it's, it's, it's common. A stock represents ownership in a business, and that's all mm -hmm. that is. But yeah, we like to use the the term business. We own businesses. We don't rent them, meaning we don't trade them. We own them for three months because we think it's going to go higher than yep. sell it or you know something like that. We want to own businesses that are will be rewarded by owning that business over a period of time. So if you see a sector or industry that's hot for the first three months of the year, great. <laughs> great. We're not chasing We're that. We're not chasing that no, stuff. no. We reviewed a portfolio of an advisor that chases returns for his client. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Those returns, oh, they were awful. All right. Yeah, I mean, just to comment on that, we talking about chasing returns, uh, what we don't do is, is uh, change our strategy. Uh, because you know this was this stock was hot last year, yep. that stock was cold or whatever. We follow a process, and you know we we talk. Well, I'm not going to talk about it here, but you, everybody, our clients know that process, and we just follow that process, and the returns will come. 
we fully believe that returns will come over time by following the process and not by chasing last year's hottest stock. We're yep. just looking for great businesses, buying them at great, you know, good prices. And that is the exact same thing with options trading too. If you're disciplined to the process, the results come. I hate knowing how many trades we've won in a row or anything like that, because if you start looking at returns or, or win streaks or anything like that, it skews your mind. Yeah. Stick with the process, right? We're long-term owners of businesses, not speculators. Number two, and this speaks to Spencer and Matthew in our financial planning mm -hmm. process, long-term investment success most reliably depends on making a plan and acting continuously on that plan. Spencer builds a plan for people. Matthew builds a plan for people. Here's what you need to do year in, year out to accomplish your financial goals, whatever they may be. Just keep doing those things. Don't get, don't be disciplined, right? Yeah, just, you know, they come out, Spencer and Matthew, they give you a plan, you stick with it. Ignore the market, you know, chatter and noise, and uh, because they're accounting for market downturns and upturns and yep. so on in in that plan, focus on what you can do. That's that's the thing about also when you think about it, you you want to focus on what things that you can control. That's a one great thing you, point. One thing you can't control is the market. Well, what the market does this year mm -hmm. or last year, but one thing you can control is your behavior and how. You stick to the plan. You're, you have a savings program, saving a certain percentage of your income every year, reducing debt, you know, planning for retirement, those sort of things. Those are things that you can control. What you wasting time on things that you can't control is obviously not a good good approach. Yeah, well said. Well said. Number three and the last one: an investment policy based on anticipating or reacting to current economic, financial, or political events most often fails in the long run. I would say almost always fails in the long run. And I say that because 2024 is going to be a very noisy year. Yeah. We've got elections coming up, right? They're always noisy, but this Ooh. year will be even noisier. <laughs> yes, this is going to be such a noisy year. Yeah. For us, we don't trade based on or invest based on any of that noise. Because that's how you felt. And so as we go through 2024 and you hear all this noise and all this fear and this candidate's going to do that and that candidate's going to do this and that and, candidate has eight eyes or whatever it may be. And if this candidate wins, then this will happen. Yeah, this, it, yep. If that candidate wins, then this you know won't happen. It's all, it's just silliness. Yep. That's one thing <laughs> we will noise. not do. Yeah. That's the three principles that we want to remind everybody as we move into 2024, right? That said, we have no idea what the market's going to do. We don't even care what the market's going to do because we're focused on the businesses that we own and that you own. And, and what will happen is we're, we're we, Brett says we don't care what the market will do. Well, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna react to what the market gives us, you know, opportunities. Yep. If the market yeah, gives us some opportunities, uh, then we'll, but, but up until that point, we're not, you know, it's not going to affect us. We're just going to stick to our process. And from time to time, the market gives us great opportunities. You know, last like year, at 2022. The of, at, during 2022, we had an opportunity to, you know, buy businesses at better prices than we did in, in 2021. Yep. You know, and yeah. Uh, yep. so, yeah. So with that said, what we want to do is 
the consensus, by the way, for 2024, and I'm talking the smart people, the PhD economists, all those people, think the market is going to be around 5150. We close the year, or excuse me, right now, um, we're trading right around 4,600. We're down a little bit to start the year. Uh, they think we're going to be at 5,150. That's consensus. Okay. The question is, what do our clients think? So we want to do the same thing we did this year. Warren Beers, if you win again, we might reach out for a job. <laughs> but respond to the link in the email. Give us your best shot of what you think 2024 is going to be. And we'll see who wins. And $500 again for the uh, for the winner. We will also do that in our office pool yeah. as well. And we'll see who wins at Iron Gate Global, which, yeah. is, which is fun. Yeah, it should be fun. But it in no way represents our process, remember. No, no. We, it's not going to affect how we invest portfolios because you know warren sorry buddy but uh we're not going to change our investment <laughs> process depending on on his pick on, on you know what you say the uh, s&p is going to do this yeah year. We're or gonna, me or you or you yeah. i mean that's the thing you know you had a very optimistic view going into 2023 uh but that didn't change how we did things not no. one bit no not one bit so. nope not at all yeah well happy new year everybody it was a great 2023. Looking forward to a, a, even a better 2024. Appreciate you being great clients of Iron Gate. Another year down, another in front of us. So thank you very much. We had a, a, an incredible year, you know, and thank you to our Iron Gate staff, Katie. Thank you and all in your team. We just had a, a great year and Iron Gate's doing great and, and appreciate. We couldn't do it without our customers and, yep. and all of our, you know, Iron Gate staff and well said. employees. Yeah. Well said, Chairman. Right. I like it. Yeah. Until next time. Bye now. Bye.